This is Groucho Marx. Nobody else will help you. Listen, because this is a... I do believe you will find this is more than true. My bomb shelter is incomplete without you. You have the water. I have the dehydrated foods. Also, I love you. I have to. Well, first I'm going to read me poem. And then we're going to fight. <laughs> Abbott and Costello. Abbott was a straight man, the heavy, the ladies' man. And he couldn't take the pressure. In the end, he would become irate when Lou shouted his name at him to get his attention. Somehow he made it work. For him. Hey, Abbott. Hey, Abbott. Then Abbott began viciously slapping Lou in the face for saying his name over and over. Lou said, Abba! Abba! Repeatedly until Lou was winded and Abbott's inner rage was appeased. It shouldn't have been like this. They were like brothers or something, lived in the same flop house. They were having an argument about Betty Grable. Again, Betty. Both men were just batty about her. And for some reason, they had repeated run-ins with America's sweetheart, confounding all. But do not bring up baseball to them. They are fans, but they don't understand the strange nicknames the players have these days, such as who or what or I don't know. And the whole thing made many a vaudevillian angry, as the bit had been community property. But now it was identified only with Bud and Lou, who had not originated it, though they were the ones who had made it. Big. That was the curse of radio and film. The question of just who was on first. Please don't hit me anymore, Abbott, said Lou. It was an abusive relationship. It'd never fly today. People wouldn't stand for it. And if they did stand, they wouldn't clap, certainly. And if they clapped, they wouldn't laugh, unless everyone else did. In that case, all bets were off. That societal pressure. Buy war bonds, won't you? <laughs> Friends, if we had only heeded Einstein, we wouldn't be where we are today. The problem with the billionaire class is they think the world owes them a living. Einstein didn't have a billion dollars, and he would have known what to do with it. Still, he managed. He used to ride his bicycle and stick his tongue out at rich people as they drove by, in their fancy automobiles driven by chauffeurs who wore driving gloves. It was during one of these rides he first concocted his theory of general relativity. His theory of special relativity he came up with while in flagrante delicto. Billionaires think they're qualified to do anything just because they have a billion dollars. But they have to hire people to buy elections for them. As if voting wasn't free. Although they do try, the poll tax is the only tax they support. 
They argue that if we don't charge people to vote within the capitalistic system, then we are putting no inherent value upon it, which can be profited upon by the owning class. That's just a theory of value. But back to Einstein. What an odd fellow. He wasn't a joiner. All those great minds, all loners. Nobody had the money to buy. Someone once asked Albert Einstein for his phone number, and this stumped him. But he shrugged his shoulders and had to admit there was no reason for him to know his own phone number, since he so rarely had occasion to call himself. You have to admit, this adds up. And the names they called him in school. Smarty Pants. Wise Guy. Einstein. It wasn't a sarcastic insult yet, ipso facto. But the tone of voice when they said it implied as much. Einstein. Kids can be cruel. They do so tend to carry on children. And society caters to them by giving them their own menus, their own pools, their own tables at gatherings. Once they even had their own crusade. But they do tend to grow out of it. And then they end up just like the rest of us. But when they were young, they were treated as if they were billionaires. For billionaires, of course, childhood never ends, because their toy boxes are unlimited. For childhood is just the slightest taste of billionairehood, and it hurts their imaginations. They even have a hard time relating. They don't find they can have a hard time relating, because they can't relate, dig? That takes a certain amount of insight into oneself as well as others. They like to keep with their own kind, and that's why they look like that. They don't have any real friends to tell them that that's not a good look for them. All they have are yes people who are bred from infancy to look the other way. There's a fine breeding program for yes people in the Caucasus. They call these people Caucasians. They get all the cushy work. The billionaires themselves are what is known as the idol class because people are encouraged through the media to idolize them. They do tend to sit on most of the boards but anyone could sit on a board, truth be told. This is not an ideal system, but you work with what you have. And if you can't work with what you have, you're put in charge of the whole shebang. You sit on a board, you take it all in. Because every company needs a CEO, and every CEO is there for the purpose of taking credit, first and foremost, not to mention cash. Which is important, because later they will cash out. And you can't take it with you, which has never stopped anyone. Ask Einstein. He knew. He tried to warn us, but few people understood. And now I'm going to read me poem. Once there was a man from Nantucket, his Johnson so long he could tuck it, into his pocket next to his spare eye, when misplaced out of socket. Should he pull it out, the bystanders might mock it. So long... So long. Buy war bonds, won't you? This has been a presentation of davidraffin.com, serving all your metaphysical needs in one convenient location. Normal broadcasting will now be discontinued for an indefinite period.